Balls. Welcome to On Brand and Off Topic with your host, Aaron Ellis. Imagine meeting the love of your life and finding out that he debates Brady versus Rogers with strangers on Twitter. Jimmy Christensen. Hey, man. I look at the internet. And Todd Varney. For as not confident as I am, I'm not unconfident either. It's time to start the sh- Wait, what are we- What are we doing here? Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Ombre and Off Topic. Um, You know the spiel by now. (laughs) That's just that's just a sign that you're lazy and don't care about this episode. I'm I'm a little out of it today. So today um, specifically, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Oh, and the green screen turned off. No, he's back. No, just just making some adjustments over here. (laughs) Oh, so you came unprepared? Thanks. Nope. Nope. I'm completely prepared. I just had to switch cameras because I'm still having an issue after my move. So sorry that even though I'm in the midst of uh, completely restructuring my life, Mm. still (laughs) made. But you knew you knew about this episode, and yet you're still having trouble with your camera and your setup with that. That's pretty messed up, man. Yeah, I came here. Am I ready? Here's the thing. Is this an audio show or a video show? <laughs> fuck yourself, Jimmy. My did you just switch something? Has not and it, did it throw us off a little up. bit? Did it throw us off a little it, bit? It shouldn't have because Aaron didn't have to mention that all I did was switch uh, my my lighting. Yeah, and before you didn't and, have to and mention that my microphone known didn't that. work. Nobody listening would have known that. Wait a minute. Just be more professional. <laughs> you know what? Suck my cock. <laughs> I'm not going to say no to any of those things you're offering. <laughs> anyways um so how is everybody doing this evening happy monday i'm terrific fantastic let's fucking start rolling with this shit <laughs> let's get this over with <laughs> on that note i'm fine dumb no one cares Dude, i've barely <laughs> said anything i've been on my best behavior i've i haven't said anything dumb since we've been on here okay <laughs> What dumb thing did I say? I had to mute Kansas. you because you wouldn't stop singing just nonsense. Oh, I'm so sorry I sang a song. Oh, uh, yeah, thing. yeah, the <laughs> Kansas thing was pretty stupid. Oh, I misread a word. I misread a word. It happens. You said I know there was an S, but then you admitted that it you was added a, a word to it. I didn't add a word to it. I added a the. Letter. You said there is a city called the Liberals. City no. of liberals. City of liberal. That's how it is on my Salesforce thing because we always put <laughs> city of <laughs> before that. I added an S. It's city of liberal, not liberals. I'm so sorry. God damn it. Just rip each other to shreds on the show. Yeah. I came so prepared. Cameras working. Microphones working. Make I know sure everybody showed up early. It was wonderful. Yeah, we spent the first 20 minutes not talking. It was fantastic. I know. The less I have to talk to you guys, the better. So as Todd said, let's get this over with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's start with where do we start? How, how about that? Um, that transition. Thank you. Yeah, it was seamless. Um, not a ton of NFL news this week. I, I mean, a little bit of things here and there. Um, the Cooper Cup extension is probably the biggest chunk of news. Uh he agreed to a three-year extension um, with the Rams that will give him $80 million in additional money over the next three seasons. Um, 
And in total, he'll make 110 million through the next um, five years, four years, five years, 2026, five years. So, um, cool for five seasons. Yeah. So, it was a great, I don't know. It's, I, I, the Rams and just how they're able to sign everyone. Like this offseason alone, Bobby Wagner, Allen Robinson extended uh, or gave a bonus to Aaron Donald bonus to Cooper cup re-signed Matthew Stafford, like the stuff they're able to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it's going to bite them in the ass. Like uh, you would think it will, but the salary I mean, cap they had a draft pick in the last three years. Right. I think it's been more Shit. than three, honestly. And they don't have one until 2026. I don't, I don't think know. something ridiculous. like that. There should be really no reason for them not to be the Super Bowl favorite this year again. Like they, they, they are not. They I, th- I think the Bucks are right now. But that that thing doesn't make sense to me because the team literally just got stronger. They added right. Wagner and Allen Robinson. Robert Woods was already hurt for their playoff run, mm-hmm. and they're probably they they said they have enough money now to sign OBJ back. So they they should be just as good, if not much better, than last year. They do. I mean, if you look at their salary cap, it's actually not as bad as you would think it would be. They only have four players making over $10 million or having a $10 million cap hit this season. Like that doesn't, it seems like it's it's like more like 10, but it's, it's not. I mean, it's, it's Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Cooper cup and Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford only his cap hit is only 13 and a half million this season. Do you guys listen to the McAfee show at all? Not really. Uh, they had he had Andrew Brandt on and kind of asked him about this whole situation. And I guess one of the things that the owners can do or like the incredibly rich owners, as in like the Jerry Jones, the guy that just bought the Broncos and this fucker for the Rams is they have like the ability to like, I guess it's called like cash over cap where you can pay pay those players. They're like signing bonus bonuses immediately. Like, I guess it's just like the really rich owners are able to kind of have this loophole that the other ones don't because they're able to write more checks like on the spot. So that's how they're able to get the, do all these extensions is because the owner's literally writing these million dollar checks on the spot. Whereas like other players have to escrow them out and pay them year by year. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's just kind of the nature of the business, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the Rams will certainly be um, interesting, and I'm I'm just as surprised as you that they're not Super Bowl favorites, that the Bucks are actually because I thought I mean I don't necessarily think that the Bucks got much worse, but I, I I just I mean they didn't even make it to the NFC Championship game, you know, kind of kind of a thing. It just is a little here's, was a little surprising. Here's the thing though, is for the amount of times in his career that he's made it to the Super Bowl, you just play the odds. Right. Like, that's fair. Yeah. If you're gambling oh, Tom, on it. Yeah. Tom Brady wasn't in the Super Bowl last year. Okay. Well, odds <laughs> are he's back this year. So they're the favorite point. Fair, yeah. fair, fair point. Um, yeah. You just got to follow the trends. That's all. <laughs> big, another big gambler, Todd. Yeah. Another so he's, receiver. He's one. broadcasting from his strip club. So yeah, yeah that's from what we do. Dollar dollar bills. Y'all. <laughs> Uh, Hunter Renfro is another, uh, extension this season or this week, just a few days ago, he got a two year, $32 million extension from the Raiders, which, uh, someone said, it's just, 
he's literally Cooper Cup just as a better quarterback, but I don't know if that's all that accurate. Yeah. I guess we'll see. <laughs> Time will tell. Yeah. Um, and then some more wide receiver news. Uh, DK Metcalf and Terry McLaurin have both not shown up for camp. Absolutely um, shocked. Did not see this coming <laughs> at all. Um, they both want extensions. Um, there's rumors that DK might want out just based on. I'll give um, DK an extension. <laughs> well, he's not coming to Green Bay. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Todd will meet him where he's at to give him this extension. <laughs> I can travel. <laughs> um. But there are rumors that potentially he might want out, although that's just more speculation just because who the fuck would want to play with Drew Locke? Um, And Terry McLaurin, I think, is probably a similar thing. Apparently, um, McLaurin's camp and the commanders are pretty far apart in getting a deal done. So it's possible that he tries to push for a trade um, or it's just possible that you know, they wait out this year and then see what happens and he hits free agency next year. But I would be very surprised if... Um, they either didn't get something done or didn't trade him while he still has some value. Who's in a worse spot, DK Metcalf or Terry McLaurin? Metcalf. Mm. I see. I think it's McLaurin. Oh, actually, you, got Dan, you gotta you gotta play Dan Snyder. And that's true. One. And now also, Jack Del Rio. Yeah, Jack Del Rio. <laughs> you have Carson Wentz as your quarterback. Like. Right, and and see, this is the thing: is I think I think the I think more that the Seahawks are a worse team, but since they're worse, it, it's going to be a shorter rebuild than the commanders. Cause I think the commanders have a better defense than the Seahawks. Um, and then I do think Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than Drew Locke. I mean, maybe I knew Drew Locke is still kind of developing and people don't really know what they have, but I just think that, yeah, the commanders are more in a limbo situation than the Seahawks right now. Cause the well, Seahawks also have a shit ton of picks to grow off of. So if you stay with the Seahawks, that's a little bit more promising than the commander. Well, and when it comes to free agency too, I mean, like who wants to go play for Dan Snyder? Right. Like, right. That's that's a good point. Not a, not a lot of guys looking to, to go there. Yeah. Take that meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So who Um, gets the extension first or do you think, do you think, I think either of these two were on the team? I think, I think McLaurin will get the extension. I think he's a higher priority to the team than DK is to the Seahawks. Yeah, what about I mean, you, Tom? The only thing is, like, there's nobody in Seattle, really on either side of the ball, that is, like, a franchise face, you know, that mm-hmm. that's that big name. And I think, like, you've got to have somebody. And I think DK – fits that mold for them where in Washington, like whether he's good or not, you've got Carson Wentz. He can, he can be that face of the franchise at least. Well, they got Chase Young too. Yeah. Commander Carson. Yeah. So they've got other guys (laughs) that, that they can make the face of the, the franchise and do the fucking cheesy promos. Um, that's Where? rad. That's commanders. <laughs> That's rad. We're green screening it. <laughs> I can't stand it. I called Todd the other day on my way to 
North Carolina just to ask him, like, what would the Packers thing be? Because I wanted something better than go pack go. Just mm-hmm. to have Aaron Rodgers in front of a green screen saying, Packers, eat cheese. Just something. <laughs> like, literally anything. I would, I would, yeah, I would die. Uh, it was one of the worst phone calls of my life, to be quite honest. <laughs> hey, it wasn't that pleasant for me, but I was that bored in the car. Within 15 seconds of answering that call, I regretted answering that call. But that's nice the thing of you is, to answer. I called you knowing this was going to be a horrible conversation, but I didn't want to be the only one thinking about it. So I, <laughs> I had to call you. I'm, I'm glad that I was able to stop thinking about it from the moment we hung up until right now. He's like your diary. That you're like, I got to get this out of my head. So I'm going to call Todd and just tell him everything that's going through my brain right now. <laughs> get it out of my head and then I can go on with my life. You laugh, Todd. He, fucking, he does. <laughs> and it really was like 20 minutes where I was like going over different players and like different sayings in my head. And I was like, I got to talk to someone about this. Jimmy's very unusual. <laughs> Jimmy, you should talk to someone about a lot of stuff. <laughs> I um, do. They're called therapists. <laughs> hey, me and my girl, Kate, she's a great therapist. Actually, I do need to get a new one. I was going to say, Georgia, she, you know, maybe get another one. Yeah. Yeah. You just have like five on hand. I one like for them all. <laughs> yeah. Fucking one tries to reschedule. And you're like, actually, I can't do it on Wednesday. I meet with my other therapist. Yeah. What about Thursday? About Thursday's you. no good either. You're, yeah, you're my Monday therapist. That's just the <laughs> yeah. role. Okay. <laughs> Oh, um and another kind of um oh yeah news, right along yeah news that's non-news is um lamar jackson showed up for ravens camp and i will be honest i was a little surprised because although maybe not because he has not talked to the ravens at all he's represented by him and his mom like so he doesn't have an agent like an official agent and um, he has not been in communications about uh, with the Ravens about an extension, though they have expressed that they would like to get something done. He has not been interested. So he might just be trying to get out of there. So he showed up, but he it'll be interesting to see what happens, to see if he does end up wanting to stay in Baltimore or if he just really wants to hit free agency. So I, I really I don't know. I have a feeling he just wants to be in. Like he wants to be in Baltimore. It's just, I think he's just betting on himself. Like this, it's only going right. to go up this year. It's not like he's going to all suddenly be a shitty quarterback. And honestly, out of all the other teams, like the Ravens really might be the best situation for him just with how they've structured their entire team to really play off his strengths. Um, I don't know. I just think this, Lamar's just a different cat and it's just fine with waiting. And he knows he's going to be able to get more money next year and beat out the, pedophile Deshaun Watson's guaranteed money right. that he got this year. Um, yeah. And I mean, they've spent a lot of resources and money between money and draft picks and even free agency signings to build up that defense too. And that's always like the Baltimore thing is like defense, but you know, they had a really good draft. I felt, um, I think, I don't know why you would want to leave. Like you said, like it's a really good situation for him. Um, it would be very weird to walk away from that city unless he's got some issues with management or something personal going on. Yeah. I I mean, honestly, it might just be for him, like wait this out as long as he can and really make 
the organization com- continued to commit to him because they're everything on offense revolves around his style of play. Uh, you know, they haven't like went out and loaded up on wide receivers to help him in the passing game. Like, yeah, they've got, you know, Bateman and stuff, but like they haven't just like stacked that offense. They are designed to be a running team with a running quarterback. And if he decides, you know, they get through next year and he's like, what you, what's your option at this point? Like Taysom Hill, he's the only other guy that fits the <laughs> skill set to come in and run the ball as much and be durable. So right. he's it. like, like a true value brand. Right. right. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, like Baltimore can just look at him and be like, okay, where the fuck are you going to go? Mm-hmm. and throw the ball 40 times a game and be a successful quarterback. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know that that's his style either. So it's, I think they're a good match for each other. I mean, they're, they're building the system for him. Um, I think it's just, he wants to wait it out and see what he can get. Yeah. I would love if he went to Miami, like they do the Tua thing this year. He sucks. Lamar's a Florida boy goes down there, works with Mike McDaniel. Like, I think that would be mm-hmm. an extremely fun offense because he's from the whole Shanahan tree of just committing to the run and you you do everything based on that. So that'd be one situation where I think would be would be fun to watch. That would be interesting since we know Brady won't be there. <laughs> just get both of them. Wildcat. Yeah. <laughs> right, he's your wide receiver. Hey, next year's a new year. It might be Brady. Maybe. <laughs> and Sean Payton. Yeah. Did you see that report? They were willing to offer him a hundred million. Who? The Dolphins were willing to offer Sean Payton a hundred million dollars to come coach there. It was the it was the second hundred million dollar deal since the one with John Gruden worked out so well. <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> and then Urban Meyer also had a ridiculous contract too, which also worked out super well. What a mess. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move into the nba there's really not a whole lot of nba news tonight um they are darn it i was two and two going in fucking talking about that some more (laughs) (laughs) they are two and two going into game five they're back in golden state um so that should be i don't know just something to look out for um things have i don't know i have not watched any of the games but um believe it or not neither have i shocking big basketball guy over there big time yeah it's i don't know this season or this the finals is okay it it there haven't been very close games i think the closest one was decided by like 10 points uh it kind of just seems like you you know how the game's going to turn out pretty much after the first half the only one i guess besides that was game one where the celtics had a crazy fourth quarter but besides that it's kind of been blowouts on everyone's end Mm -hmm. um it's not that great. Yeah, I mean, and Boston is kind of basically an all, almost outside of their first um, series. Every series has been like back and forth, like not winning two games in a row. That first so they, series, though, was so competitive. <laughs> it was. They didn't win. They didn't win by more than like ten points in any of those games. How so many? Like one how many games did they lose in that series? You can. It can still be a close. You don't think they, they had competitive games? games in a blowout sweep series? So it was a competitive, it was competitive then. Yeah. No. Competitive. No. Yes, no. it was. <laughs> Whatever. Um, 
but but like against the Bucks and against the Heat, it was very like I don't know if they won two games in a row, even in when they played Miami. Like they both went to seven games, and now we're on track for that same pattern um, because it has been back and forth. So it should be interesting. Um, so Shoot, expected yeah, to go to a game seven. Very interesting, and nobody saw this coming. I mean, at no point was anybody thinking. A year ago, uh, wow, Warrior Celtics could be a legitimate matchup in the finals next year. Uh, no one could have ever predicted this. I don't know what you're being sarcastic about, and I'm trying to think of it. But I know. I don't know what he's talking about. The predictability that? of the NBA is fucking garbage, and I hate that it takes oh. six months to get through the playoffs to give everybody exactly what they knew was coming. I don't think anybody knew this was coming. Like, Boston – I was yeah. not the favorite to come out of the East. They were like the third favorite to come out of the East. They were doing pretty shitty until like February. Yeah. <laughs> and the the playoffs started the end of March. So they had a couple of months of playing really good basketball. Like a month and in. a half. Nobody still and they saw have, them yeah, being a They have from October to February for being shitty. Yeah. That's more shittiness than good play. The favorites to come out of the East were the Bucks. No, I would say the Celtics were even behind the Nets at one point, although the Nets just like really had a lot of injuries. But even to start the season, the Nets and the Bucks were probably the two favorites. And then as the season went on, Miami became kind of replaced the Nets in that conversation. I did not predict the Celtics until I saw them play the Bucks. I did not think that they were going to be the one, the team to come out of the East. Okay. And I think most people felt that way. Okay. I All just right. love when Todd has nothing le- left to give to a conversation. It's just the nod and okay. <laughs> because, because he's trying to like force that this was like written in the scrolls 50 years ago. Like, <laughs> like for the year of 2022. Self, just, I mean, it's things. mostly the Warriors. Like everybody knew the Warriors were, were going to be in this. No, like there's nobody else in the West. The Suns. The Suns. The Suns. They didn't, they didn't have Wiseman there like second overall pick all season. Clay Mm. Thompson just came back halfway through the year. Steph had a terrible year. Yeah. And a bad injury that they didn't come back from. Draymond had back problems. They didn't know when he'd come back. Yeah. And the Suns had the best record in the entire league. So did the Bucks a couple of years ago. That meant shit then. Regular season records don't mean anything. We know that. <laughs> Todd, big basketball guy. But it was still Huge. written in the stars that this was going to be the finals. Absolutely. I said it. <laughs> my my end of year too early for next year predictions uh, that I put out every single season. Uh, I said everybody knows it's going to be Boston and Warriors next where, year. Where where can we find that? It, at, do, you know, do you, <laughs> I'm not gonna gonna do it Todd's you. first words were 2022 Celtics <laughs> Warriors. <laughs> you don't know that that's not true. <laughs> I said it to my dad. You can never fucking prove it. Damn it! Made it about 20 minutes, 15 minutes, something like that, before we got a dead dad joke. Thanks. Well, let's move on. <laughs> In our um, defense, sorry, that one was not set up by us. Todd just brought that one up on his own. Right. So He's you shouldn't like, feel bad about that one. Fair enough. Um, sorry, but I feel I bad. Great defense. 
You said what? If you didn't hear it, don't worry about it. Go back and listen tomorrow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Did you just say I'm good? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for your support, Jimmy. I, you guys know I never listen to this. I never I listen to it. Yeah, you know, we actually cut you out every single week. You just have no idea. That's honestly fine <laughs> at this point. Um, let's move on. Let's talk some golf. How's that? How does that yeah. sound? From one exciting sport to another. <laughs> well, the only I I had never watched. I've watched half of the Rogers Brady the match that they did a couple weeks ago, and that was like the first or last week. That was like the first golf thing I've watched. But this one is kind of weird because now I guess it's the LIB is a new league that the V I think LIB. Yeah. yeah, It's the libs, the tour of libs. (laughs) Thank you. It's the tour of libs. Uh, Oh, Snortsky. Oh, I'm sorry. That was really funny. (laughs) LIV. Yeah. And violin. Uh, Mm -hmm. They are starting their own league. Uh, and paying players like guaranteed money pretty much. So Phil Mickelson was able to get at least, I think it was like 150 million guaranteed to play. Uh, They have less game. What the fuck do you call them? Games, matches, tournaments, putt putts. Um, (laughs) They have less putt putts than PGA. (laughs) And the one thing with the PGA is like, they don't, they don't, get guaranteed money at all. So like a lot of like their own expenses are just on them. I, I heard they pretty much like they pay for their own hotel, their own travel, like all of that's kind of on them uh, where the LIV is really going into paying these guys and trying to make the big, um, I guess, more player friend. I don't know if you can fucking call them players, player friendly, uh, but people athletes. are getting pissed. They're athletes. athletes. Yeah. Yes more athlete friendly, uh, but people are getting pissed at them because they're saying, because the money's coming from Saudi Arabia, um, they're taking dirty money, but you know, none of the other sports league have dirty money, like the 230 million <laughs> given to Deshaun Watson or Dan Snyder prostituting yeah. out his cheerleaders to people like none of that matters, right. but you take money from right. Saudi Arabia that owns <laughs> part of Twitter that you're also to be on, fair. That's the same problem. people that are upset about them taking money from Saudi Arabia, Arabia are also upset about Dan <laughs> Snyder. Just and to be clear. John Watson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, they're that is, they're that upset is. about both of those. Things. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, no, I know. I'm just saying like, if we think that all the other owners in every sport league is clean, but Saudi Arabia money is the only dirty money out there going right. into sports, you're a fucking idiot. Like all this stuff has so many back channels and bullshit going on. Like it is what it is. You mean well, I think the huge weirdest... Saudi guy heard it here first. <laughs> Dude, no money's clean money. All money's blood money at some point in time. I love the Saudis. <laughs> Another t-shirt for Jimmy. Yeah. Are they a minority? <laughs> love them. <laughs> Jesus. Um, well, I think the biggest, the weirdest kind of thing was that the PGA Tour, like, suspended current and future um liv players from the pga which is to me was a very extreme um kind of reaction i think um oh no i can only play for this one league and get 150 million dollars i just i don't understand um fully why the pga like is it just because they're like saying like you're gonna take our players away from us yeah i I mean mean, 
They want there's to, no way that it's actually because they feel it's wrong. No, it's it's because one, it's going to take players and and attention from them, but also mm-hmm. if players go over there and start playing on that mm-hmm. tour and realize, oh, shit's actually pretty good here. We'll go play for the PGA, but here's some shit that the PGA needs to start doing for us. Right. Um, that's the last thing the PGA wants is to have to actually start paying the way for some of these guys and, you know, running a legitimate business instead of just like, oh, we just operate the tournaments and you guys figure it out from there. Right. But Saudi's trying to get into like a lot of different sports. Dana White was on the McAfee show saying how – well, he's always been in close Is this contact. just a, a McAfee recap show? Is that what we're doing here? No, but this is a topic that they talked about a lot. He... McAfee-aholics. Hey, I list that. I do love that show. That's fine with me. <laughs> McAfee and Saudi-aholics all in one. It's just one show, new genre. But they're, they're trying to get the into... only person in that. Hey, Venn they're trying to get into a lot of sports right now. They're, they are trying to do stuff with the UFC. The NBA and them have an agreement, and apparently they've been over there building like a bunch of different like basketball courts to try to get more recognition over there. Like, I don't know. I think honestly, this is just the beginning. They're going to be in a lot more sports. Fuck it. The Rock's probably going to do a deal with them and have them fund the fucking XFL. Well, I mean, I guess I, I'm not familiar with other countries and their interest in sports. I mean, obviously, the NFL has made a big push for international stuff. Um, lately but i mean is saudi arabia is that a big market for professional sports like are they into that or is this just like the people in the wealth fund doing it for their own interests they just got the money okay so it it doesn't necessarily like because that's that's the thing is like do they have the fandom to sustain that kind like or is it just for like play for hire kind of a thing yeah i mean if you can make it a a global enterprise which like with golf you know it's not just that's not something that's just americans golfing right right? there's a lot of of players from around the world in it and a lot of recognizable faces around the world in it uh so that's something that i think if if you're you don't need necessarily a big fan base in saudi arabia you're making taking a global game right and expanding that if you look at i think basketball is a good one that makes sense too because there are a lot of international players that play in the NBA on the biggest stage. And there's a lot of big names that play in leagues throughout the, the country or around the world. So I, I think that would make sense for them to go that route too. fighting yeah. again. It's that's a, a global, a global enterprise. Yeah. You know, I just feel more comfortable us taking our money from Nike and having those shops create our stuff than anything else. So I, th- I say we keep doing that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no sweatshops too far. Don't talk about sweatshops. I don't know. You cut out a little bit yeah. in that when you were yeah, saying yeah. that. So yeah, we're just agreeing out. with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you turned into T pain for a second. Um. All right. Let's move on to weird moments in U.S. history. So, fun story. Um, yeah. Fun. Fuck yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> So, I fucking love fun. I'm here for it. <laughs> Back in uh, 2005, uh, there was someone that was going through the National Archives um, and specifically was looking for a file uh, from the Civil War Widow Certificate Approved Pension Case Files. And it was Nicholas Cage. 
<laughs> um, and the files seemed that they were looking for seemed unusually bulky. And so he opened it and inside the folder tucked between sheets of a letter was um, a very unusual item. Uh, the pre preserved skin of a mole. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What do you think they did with its meat? <laughs> well, we're going to find that out. Yes. <laughs> so while usually uh, on these archives, they might deal with uh, the other kind of moles, you know, undercover spies. And um, this one is a literal animal. The, the soldier that it belonged to, James J. Van Liu, didn't care to share his tent with this uninvited guest and captured it and decided to send it home to send the skin of it to his wife, Charity. And she kept it for years, does, but did not have the original letter. So in July of 1900, Charity applied to the government for a widow's pension. However, in these applications, the widow had to somehow establish her relationship with the, with the soldier. And in an era before consistent recording of marriages, the women often had to be creative to prove that she was married to the soldier that passed away. So she, Charity had no marriage certificate, but you know what she did have? <laughs> the moleskin. Mole <laughs> yes. So she sent the pension bureau four testimonials from friends who had seen his letter that had addressed specifically dear wife and uh, the moleskin. So whether the mole tipped the scales in Charity's favor or not, she received a pension based on her late husband's army service. And for some reason, the mole remained in her application file and was preserved between polyester sheets. I feel like dear wife might have done more to sway the panel more than the actual mole. But the fact that they kept the mole really says something. Uh, you still haven't told me what they did with the meat. Um, the, I'm assuming the soldier ate it. I wonder, wonder how he did that. If you, you think he smoked it or maybe like raw smoking the meat? Smoked raw, yeah. raw with it, raw dog that mole. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. But I'm just like more amazed that like sitting in the National Archives, I think of this like grand room, a fucking moleskin has just been sitting there for a hundred years. Like that just begs the question of what the fuck else is <laughs> Right, right. So oh, I did find this sure. on um, a website that documents the National Archives. So I am actually going to be perusing this website um, to look for more weird shit that they found. So this is going to be like a new series of crazy shit in the archives. Because the fact that, like, you would think that there'd be, like, a 90-day waiting period where they're like, okay, it's approved, it's been dispersed, we can get rid of the moleskin. But they just, it has moved from place to place to place. You know, <laughs> nobody's like, what? Maybe we should get rid of that. Maybe we should dispose of Do it. Do you need credentials or anything to go dig through the National Archives? Or is that just, like, could we just take a trip? Who has access to the National Archives? Um, the holdings of the Center for Legislative Archives are made available according to access policies set by the creator of the records. So there are open and closed records. So there are some things that it sounds like you can access and there are other things that are private. Road trip. All of the animal skins, we'll have to see if those are private or or public. Taj is um, going to constantly be asking him what they did with the meat. Just that's all he's going to be saying. <laughs> 
Yeah, I know that those two said that they're here looking for animal skins uh, stuck in the polyester. Do you know what happened to the meat by chance? I brought a Coleman outside. Uh, just thinking maybe we can get that thing fired up. <laughs> Imagine how tough that would be if it was somehow still preserved for 100 years. That's deleted. <laughs> of course you would. You're like a raccoon. <laughs> just like... Wander around with your little thumbs and just. I just imagine Jimmy sitting at fucking Skyline Chili on a tab of acid, fucking staring at a big old chunk of mole. <laughs> like six pounds of shredded cheese. On I was going to say, it. as long as there's cheese on top of it and that chick behind me's not hiccuping, I'll fucking eat anything. Yeah. And then he'd like have the mole skin across from him, like sitting in the seat. Like, I'd be wearing it. Oh, that on your head. Yeah, that would be. That would be just use it as a napkin here and there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There is actually a picture of it too. Um, and it's pretty well preserved. I thought it would have been decomposed by now. Um, that's what she said. Jesus. Wait, what did she expect to be decomposed by now? <laughs> I'm not quite sure. In this just, situation. You know, I, I just was letting that one ride. <laughs> I, Oh, your penis is intact. I thought that'd be yeah. decomposed by now. <laughs> but like you can literally see like its little fingers. Very unsettling. Yeah, it is. It yeah. And it's like been flattened like you do a flower like in a book. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so that also begs the question, if you had to prove Jimmy that you were, or Todd to who your future wife or whatever, if you had to prove what what item would your wife or significant other send to the National Archives or the widows, whatever, to get that pension? Des would probably just send uh, the DNA results from 23andMe of our children and <laughs> claim she was married to me. Yeah, or so Todd would get that payout. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what she'd use for me. Have you ever like sent her anything weird or... I feel like just my life. Um, That's pretty fucking weird. I don't know. Maybe like you, a well, weird... You, you better establish something, otherwise Aunt Victoria is going to come fucking claim that she was married to you. <laughs> looking for that soldier pension fund. I know. She's got I a mole start... skin lined up that she's going to send your wife. <laughs> I'm about to fucking skin Marvin tonight and just hand it to Des. <laughs> Screw that marriage license. This yeah. Be like, Des, don't worry love. about that. Just keep Marvin's skin. Give the meat to Todd. and we'll Flatten be it in a book. Not, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Hold on. I draw a fucking line. I'm not eating a goddamn dog. Not a domesticated one. It's fine. Especially dude. not Marvin. Yeah. Marvin, like his dude, third he's child. Been, I've been fattening his ass up. I gave him like a bowl of popcorn today. Um, Gave him some watermelon. He'll taste sweet. Kind of crunchy. To give him food and uh, not just eat it right in front of him and not offer any. <laughs> Todd, <laughs> I haven't. I, I forgot. Oh, Snortsky. Oh, I have uh, forgotten about that story. Oh, man. I haven't. I, obviously, I told the first of all. I just looked at the mole. It looks like a fucking potato. I'm not convinced that's a mole. I think it's just a yam that grew. Have weird. you ever had a potato? 
It's a brown potatoes have fur. <laughs> somebody like who knows a lot about potatoes, trust me, I know a lot about potatoes. That looks nothing like a potato. That does look like a potato. It, it has hands. Up, I said, oh, deformed yam. Okay. It looks like a, a deformed potato yam. with hands, though. Let's talk for a second. That I could get into. God, fuck shit out of it. We all know. Anything with hands, apparently, is yeah. now Todd's Remotely bar. feminine, give it a couple of hands, or just one hand. I'm not picky. Yeah. If they can, they know how to work. No hands, probably. Mm, I need some cuppage. <laughs> Todd's cool. Yeah, yeah. Todd's cool. <laughs> yeah. Todd has on Tinder. If you can't tickle the taint, I don't want you. I'm just kidding. I actually don't. I'm just picturing Todd with this mole skin. Just <laughs> testing to see if there's anything. I'm not cuppage. getting with the mole cuppage. skin, okay? I'm getting with the fucking potato with a hand. <laughs> Whew. Alrighty. Let's move on. Uh good news, bad news. Um give me the bad news first. I went with good news last week first. Uh, that's me. There You're the is... bad news? Yeah, yeah. It's just Todd. That's all <laughs> What up? <laughs> Have you seen my potato? Anyways, moving on. Jimmy with the good news. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, scientists were looking at some salt crystals. And they found one, uh, that is 830 million years old that they believe has evidence of life inside of it uh, and could very well be a preserved microhabitat from, I'll say it again, 830 million years ago. And these cocksuckers are going to fucking open up the crystal as if there's not enough shit happening <laughs> in this goddamn world that we need to go, hey, let's dig these potential microorganisms from hundreds and hundreds of millions of years ago and nothing bad could possibly happen at all. Of course not. Just fucking uh, step on them. So bad news. Uh, shit's about to fucking end. For yeah. Real. Where's Brendan Fraser? But what, gotta, like, what's going to be yeah. in it though? It's a salt crystal. Those things aren't big. You don't know. And at, Jim, there Jimmy, could be a mole skin in there. Hold on. <laughs> salt crystals are big, Jimmy. Not every you don't just go out and find salt that's the size of what's in the shaker in your house. Mm, I'm not convinced. I need to that see gets proof. broken down from a that it's a mineral that gets broken down from a larger chunk. Okay, so show me on your hands how big. I mean, they can be fucking huge. Think there's like a person in there? I doubt it's a person because they referred to them as microorganisms. Well, that's uh, what I'm saying. Small. Could be could be tardigrades. You my favorite you, animal. You don't know they could have the ability to fucking spread a crazy disease to anybody that comes in contact with it. Well, we need a new one. We already beat COVID. <laughs> we might as well just throw another one out there. Saying we beat COVID just gives me such uh, George Bush mission accomplished vibes. <laughs> It would be COVID. Did we, though? <laughs> okay. 
Hey, I beat it twice. I'm immune. Congratulations. You're an incredible specimen, James. <laughs> good news? Yeah, let's hit the good news. Hopefully. Well, do I have the scam for you? All it takes is a sexually transmitted disease and a car insured by Geico. Um, <laughs> I a, have heard this one. <laughs> yeah, a lady is getting by court ordered Geico has to pay her $5.2 million because she had unprotected sex in a car in 2014 with a guy or no. Oh, lie. 2017 with a guy that gave her HPV. Um, and okay. I am reading so many different dates. Let's go back to this. They had sex. Hey, thanks for being prepared. Yeah. You sent me this article fucking days ago. You still have no idea what's going on. I read it and then I saw a different day. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Because look, they literally put two different times. When they had unprotected sex in his 2000... Oh, okay. The car was a 2014 Hyundai Genesis. They fucked in 2017. That's where it came from. Anyways. Oh, I would, you couldn't, I wouldn't file this suit just based on the fact that I have to admit I got fucked in a Hyundai Genesis. <laughs> she has no shame. Obviously. Uh, Even for five million bucks, you wouldn't fuck someone on a Honda Genesis. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> for like, as long five as you bucks, got a potato with a hand. But yeah, anyway, she's getting five point two million dollars because she got HPV in the backseat of a Honda Genesis uh, that was insured by Geico, and now they have to pay her. And it was also like went to appeals court, and Geico lost mm -hmm. it. And so now they're taking it to higher courts. Like, I don't know how they're going to have, why they should have to pay this. Yeah. I, like, I don't the... understand at all. Like, I don't fully understand how they are deemed liable. I don't know, but um, good for her. Yeah, like, so <laughs> well, I... well, all of us, all of us are going to get an email this week from our insurance providers. And there's going to be like, we've updated our terms and conditions. And there's going to be one small line that says, we are not liable for you having sex in your car. Yeah. Like, is that covered by renter's insurance? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> That's a great question. Todd, oh did God. you get anything? Because my house is insured by Geico. And we could I did split it with Des, you. Uh, two children. Oh, I should at least get 10 million for that. HPV, nothing. Haven't taken care of two children the rest of your life. That's a problem. Yeah, that's your that's your problem. Come on. <laughs> um, on what grounds do you just I have tried to look this up and I cannot find an explanation. Pain and suffering. But what like why is that Geico's fault? They chose to insure a guy who had HPV. <laughs> like, so they I, chose like, to insure a Honda Genesis. <laughs> you know you can't, like, those guys, the drivers. But they right. also probably just assumed he's driving a Honda Genesis. He's probably not going to be having sex with anyone in it. Yeah, they're like, oh, this dude's never, definitely never having sex. <laughs> but... I don't know. It it's so bizarre to me, and I cannot figure out for the life of me. Um, Jimmy, throw that link in the chat. Okie dokie. Oh, gonna get me some HPV. I'm gonna switch it up though. I'm not gonna make Geico pay two people. I'm gonna go for like Allstate. Could you imagine the commercials now that have to come from this? 
like when they read really fast at the end for all like the terms and agreements, it's just <laughs> if you get sexual transmitted disease, it is not our fault. Yeah, that's definitely it's it's like those one of my favorites is always when there's a prescription commercial and it'll be like, we'll just use Viagra for an example, but it'll be like, don't take Viagra if you're allergic to Viagra. And it's like, thank you. Yeah. There's always one that says, don't take this pill if you're allergic to this pill. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why do you need that in there? Like who is taking a pill knowing that they're allergic to the pill? Don't take this pill if you're allergic to erections. Right. But let's move on. Um, Offensive and defensive players of the week. What do we got? Uh, I'll go ahead and start. For I'm going offensive. I'm going Draymond Green and Clay Thompson for just being giant little babies. After that Wednesday game, they said that they were really upset and Boston's classless for having the "fuck you, Draymond" and "fuck you, other player" chants in the crowd, saying that they were kids in the stadium and their kids were in the stadium and you shouldn't like you shouldn't be doing that stuff blah 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 and then a bunch of people brought up how when they played lebron in the finals they had that fan that was yelling at lebron how's it feel to be a pussy ass bitch as, as he was like going to the locker hate, room and also hate, you're fucking draymond green yeah like draymond you have complaining about somebody being classless is yeah right so the point that like he has just somehow managed to not get like kicked out of the game yet and he's had skirmishes in these games but he's already had a technical and the refs have refused to give him like a technical a second one but they'll give the opponent like whoever it is one like he and because he's just being he's being a little bitch yeah it's it's wild it is absolutely wild um but i guess i guess it's good to be draymond right which is kind of what i said a few weeks ago that he's just found a way to rig the system and to be able to do do that yeah but my, I feel like my... this has to be like three weeks in a row of him being an offensive player of the week but right. he deserves it right he does at week after week well and my favorite was that clay was like oh you're swearing in front of your kids and then draymond's kid is sitting right next to him in the press conference and he literally i can't remember what exactly he said but he they said, said how shit. do you yeah how do you feel like you played like shit like shit it is his kid sitting there but that's okay we're allowed yeah. to do that but you can't swear when it's at the warriors got it yeah yeah just kind of wild <clears throat> um my offensive player of the week i for once do not have an offensive player of the week is johnny stanton he is a fullback for the browns um and unfortunately he plays for the browns because they are on my shit list as they are many people's but um, he actually had a really funny clapback. It is um, Pride Month, ladies and gentlemen. And so that made this even more special that this happened. Um, but he tweeted um, on the 4th that, uh, who is at Cleveland Pride today? If you see me, come say hi. Um, I don't know if he's gay. I don't really care. It doesn't really matter. Um, but he just happened to be at Pride. And someone replied and said, how are you a fullback, fullback and have pronouns in your bio? And he quote tweeted it and he said, why are you so afraid of pronouns? You used to in that sentence. Um, and that was just hilarious to me. Um, and it got 32,000 likes. So it did really well um, because, you know, people are just afraid of pronouns, even though like everybody uses them. Um, so it was just really cool to see. So happy pride, everybody. Minority group. Love them. <laughs> big, big fan of pride month. Yeah. 
it's it's fantastic. Everybody just seems to be in a much better place except for the people who hate Pride Month and they really stand out. And I love anything that really just helps those folks stand out. So, you know, who to stay the fuck away from? Right. Right. The people that are truly um, upset. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So. The ones that are like, hey, when when's the month for like straight people? And it's like uh, every month. Yeah. The gym, like <laughs> since the beginning of time, pretty yeah. much. Ev- everything <laughs> is just centered around heterosexuality. So right, right. We, we've had our run. We still have our, our run. Let's just <laughs> yeah. acknowledge some other folks while we're at it. It literally yeah. takes nothing away from you and what you're trying to do. Right. <laughs> at no point so far, and I know we're early in the month still, uh, but at no point so far has somebody came up to me and been like, wow, you're straight. Go fuck yourself. You can't be alive this month. Right. Like, people right. have people like, have told die. me I can't be right. alive this month and threaten to kill me for other stuff, <laughs> not having to do with my sexuality. Or your race. Or your dick. Well, <laughs> the dick part, we it, know that's true. I get it. Though. Um, Yeah. Um, Todd, that leaves that leaves you for your so, offensive player of the week. Yeah, I'm uh I'm going a different route this week. Uh, I'm just doing. I've got co-players of the week. Uh, and I'm going with Dell and Sonia Curry. Uh, because they showed up to their son Steph Curry. Uh. To an NBA Finals game, they got divorced officially in 2021. Dell showed up with his girlfriend, and Sonia showed up with her new boyfriend, who apparently used to be married to each other as well, which is a fantastic little like. And to put that on display in the they finals, were swingers. where you're just like, oh. Um, so here's the thing that's happening. Like absolutely right. incredible. So shout out to both of Perfect them. Perfect timing. Play on players. Go get it. Well, and I, and I mean, yeah, it, it just, I feel like there's, there's been so much drama between this Draymond shit this week, like, and then clay and like, just what obviously like we just talked about and I, we've talked about Draymond for multiple weeks. And so it's like, here's more attention on the war. Like, it's just, like you said, just more attention for the warriors and it's not good attention, which is just funny. It's fantastic attention though. I love this stuff. This is, right. this is the kind of stuff that gets me to pay attention to anything NBA related. I'm still not going to watch a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I've got to know what's happening with this situation. Uh, and it's honestly the, like one of the reasons I just continue to be single, uh, is because when Des eventually leaves Jimmy for me, eventually. I don't want to see Jimmy happy at all, let alone running around with my ex. So that's uh, fair. Yeah. I don't think you have to worry about that. You landed one girl. There's not a chance in hell you get another one. <laughs> That's fair. That is like, fair. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's move on to our uh, defensive players of the week. Uh, I'll go super fast with mine. Todd's third favorite sport besides basketball and golf. Uh, UFC Glover Teixeira uh, had a really cool story. He was a, uh, 
lightweight heavy or light heavyweight contender years ago, at least 10 years ago. And oh, it man. ended up uh, never winning Is this the 10 title. 10 years ago, a Holics? Well, can you just shut the fuck up and let me go on? Uh, he never got the title, went on like a bad losing streak, uh, almost got cut from the UFC. And then out of nowhere, he's 42 years old now and went on a nice win streak, ended up winning the title and uh, was dominating this fight and got submitted, lost his title in the last, like, I think with 28 seconds left, got submitted, but still just super classy after the loss, going to continue fighting. Um, So it was a really cool story just to see him struggle and at 42, be able to come back and win the title. Incredible. Good for him. Yeah. Um, I am going with um a guy known as Greg. I like Greg. Fucking Greg. Greg. So Tom Brady released um some underwear last week, an underwear brand, and um he. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad that you because I was like, hold on, really used, but a brand or underwear brand. Oh, underwear brand. Well, hold that thought. Put a pin in that thought. So he tweeted and he said, 40K likes and I'll recreate these photos. There were a couple of dudes in, in showing it off, right? And he said, unrelated, but you guys can send me some more of the socks. It's whatever, whatever. He just was tweeting that. And this guy named Greg, this at is Greg 16676935420. He looks like... It's a troll account. Yeah, it's a real person. Yeah. He said, Tom, if this reply gets 40K likes, will you fly me out and hand deliver me a pair of game-worn underwear? (laughs) (laughs) And Tom Brady quote tweeted it and said, with a a gif of um, Jim Halpert and said, yes. And this reply, he's now ratioed Brady. It has 87,000 likes. (laughs) So I just, I want to see this progress. But this is actually hilarious. And I know we've talked about Tampa Bay. Like, I love Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. He is fucking hilarious. Whether it's him that's tweeting this shit or if he's got a social media person, whatever it is, the branding for Tampa Bay has been so good. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited to see what happens with this. His video he put out today where he was, uh, he had that like GoPro. Jimmy, why is your video frozen? You're not prepared for the show. What the fuck's your problem? My internet together. Your internet rubbed off on mine. Uh, but that, that camera angle graphic. Oh yeah. It was sexual. (laughs) That camera angle where it's just a bunch of forehead. And and he said like, people call this a Peyton Manning, uh, angle. (laughs) I was dying. Yeah. He's, I, I hate that. I love him, but I do. Yeah. You don't look like you love him. You don't look very happy. Well, I'm fucking talking to you too. <laughs> um, just I'd like you to come prepared to this. <laughs> I was early today. Well, <laughs> clearly not because uh, we've been recording for an hour and twenty five minutes, and your shit's still not figured out. So, <laughs> well, at least I'm not like Aaron and think you have another player to do. Or am I wrong? And you do have another player? No, you don't. Oh, because no, they were just. She was going to talk about something else. Um. Oh, she, no, I just going to hand it off to you. I did. I forgot that. I forgot that you already. See, I was trying to fucking already... cover for you, Aaron. Yeah, I know. I appreciate it, but I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Oh, that's where <sighs> you need to start stepping but, up a little bit. Yeah. No, I forgot you. You did the, the, the duo. Oh, Players. there. You... No, I'm oh, still frozen. Nope, you're still frozen. I thought you were. Thought you were back. Shut your camera off. Turn it back on. 
I just did. Yeah. Fucking didn't. pay attention. We don't want to look at your face. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's get into our random shit segment. Um, this, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm just, wow. I don't know. It's, I'm just thrown off. Wow. Like, I was just, uh, Jimmy, why don't you like leave the room and then come back in? I'll just do this. Okay, fine. He's going to lean back in his chair and I'll be 10 feet away from his mic because we can't see him. <laughs> we couldn't see him before anyways. He was frozen, so it's fine. Well, hopefully he has his mic close to him. Um, we are going to play off of the curries and do some um, swapping around. Um, we are going to swap coaches and star players. No rules for this one. Uh, can be any coach from any league, any sport, with any star player from any other sport. Um, so um, who do you want to see coaching um, what player? This could be purely based on whether you just want to see the chaos of it or if you actually think it would be a good matchup. When When I had this brainchild earlier in the day, the first one that I thought of was Belichick and Brady uh, to see Tampa Tampa Brady go back Mm -hmm. and continue to be who he is now, Mm -hmm. um, but do it with Belichick as his coach and have that proof of like that chip on his shoulder of like, I don't need you. I I want to ring without you. What have you done without me? Nothing. Okay. So uh, I'm wearing the pants now until Greg comes and picks them up. So (laughs) Uh, we're just going to do what I want and we're going to run things my way. That would be fantastic to watch. I, it would be, but I mean, it won't happen because of that. Like, like there's no way that Bill Belichick would fucking retire. I think if he had, to be I'm going to stop you right there because this is my fucking fantasy world <laughs> that we're talking about. And don't say it won't happen I know. because let me run back to what your first suggestion was. Oh, I know, I know. A player who's not even in the league. <laughs> I know, anymore, I know, I know, I know. Coach in a different league. So you know what? Take I your negative fucking <laughs> attitude out of here and let's just play the goddamn game. You said there's no rules. I know. I was just saying. And now you're hypo- just shitting on my dream. I was just saying a hypothetical is I think that Tom Brady would do that because I think Tom Brady is like proven he's like i don't fucking need you i think tom brady would love to rub his balls in belichick's face but i just i was just saying like hypothetically if this were an option and tom brady's if tom brady was like yeah let's do it bill belichick would be like no (laughs) but i think tom brady would do it i think new england loves him i think he could like he's proven he can do it elsewhere i think he would totally do it but it would be it'd be hilarious (laughs) God, so my first suggestion is Tom you... rubbing his balls all over Belichick, and that's so hot. <laughs> Where's your hands, potato? <laughs> your handsy potato. Um, I suggested um, I would love to see somebody like Greg Popovich um, coach somebody like Antonio Brown, or I don't know, just something like Juju Smith-Schuster, like somebody who's just kind of a little goofy, like not serious. Cause obviously Popovich is like the most serious coach ever to walk this earth. Um, and I just think that would be complete chaos. Um, but Antonio Brown would probably just retire immediately. Oh, for sure. Um, I'm going to, 
I guess it's kind of breaking the rules on this one because it's not a coach and player. There are no rules. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. It's a coach and a player, but apparently this isn't a coach and a player. It's not. Lakers. I, I, I want to see the Lakers. Yeah, Lakers coach the Patriots. No, uh, I, I really want to see Jerry Jones and Bill Belichick just – just watching an owner that wants to be way too hands-on and a coach who just runs absolutely everything. To be fair, I think Robert Kraft likes to be hands-on. Hey. No, he likes to have people hands-on him. Uh, so I would I would absolutely fucking love that. I feel like that'd be the best Hard Knock episode. You just see fucking Jerry Jones eating his McGriddle and Bill Je- Belichick in the background just shaking his head like this fucking guy. In his cutoff hoodie. Yeah. I would I would pay millions to watch that. That, yeah. that would be pretty fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Tony LaRusa, who is a very old school baseball guy. Um, just not, I don't know, a, another one of the, like a Popovich type that just doesn't go for anything. Uh, and I want Dennis Rodman on his team. <laughs> Oh my God. Bulls era, Dennis Rodman, just wedding dress. Yep. Yep. Everything trying to get him to show up early to the ballpark for batting practice day in and day out would be fantastic. (laughs) If if Rodman were a pitcher where he like a starting pitcher where he's only throwing every five days, like I'm flying to Vegas for the next four. I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) Like even less of a rain on him. It would just be amazing. That would be pretty funny. Um, I had uh, two of the most corny individuals, I think, in the league right now, or in football right now, we should say. Brian Kelly and his fake-ass LSU um, accent. accent bullshit and Russell Wilson. Um, I love it. Yeah, that would be the corniest of combos i just feel like they would be out like cheesing each other if that makes any sense like whoever like it would just it would be so awful (laughs) but hilarious just a walking meme oh i wish we could get that (laughs) um i'm gonna go with one that we might actually get to see and i pray to god that we do and it's baker mayfield and the browns organization (laughs) <laughs> and that he doesn't actually get to leave. He just has to play there for this season because Deshaun Watson suspended. Just how uncomfortable that would be every fucking week. Just a guy who clearly wants to be out of there and a team that clearly wants him out of there, but he just stuck playing for him. Right. But they don't want to give him away for nothing. So, and they also need him as insurance right now. Yeah. That yeah. it's such a messy situation. I feel so bad for him. Like, just let him go. I mean, they cleared him to not attend uh, minicamp, so. At least he's on a. Like, I I, I pray to God that he was just like, uh, when I, if you make me come to this. um, Still not. I'm just going to not take anything serious and shit all over it. And nobody's going to get anything productive. Like, (laughs) I I will be anti-productive. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'll show up if you want me to. Yeah. If you want to pay me millions of bucks to show up, yeah. Yeah. Um I'm gonna go with another old school basketball guy. 
uh, and pair him with a football coach this time. We're going Latrell Sprewell and Urban Meyer because I want Urban Meyer to kick him one time <laughs> and then Latrell Sprewell choke him out uh, like he has done in his past. It's so funny because I was actually going to do an Urban Meyer one as well for this next one. I had Urban Meyer and Ronda Rousey because um, I want him to try to stick his his fingers up her butt and her just to beat the absolute shit out of him. So what, that would be, yeah, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Urban Meyer and anybody who's going to fight him. Ron uh, Artest. Yeah. And just <laughs> you name it um, w- would be awesome. I would like yeah. to see him like coach a team with established veterans and some success on it just to walk in the door and all and try his like little bullshit and just everybody in there immediately be like, Nope. Yeah. Mm, no. See ya. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, fired immediately. There's a reason um, that he went to a team like Jags because. Right. And why the no, Jags paid him so much money. No legitimate organization would have done that. Right. We have lost Jimothy. He said his computer froze. He had to shut it off and turn it back on. Okay. Jimmy now has a uh, IT degree. <laughs> well, I just, I also just love that he was so quick to call you on your shit for literally <laughs> adjusting lights. Right. I obviously was just teasing you, but he was all excited because you gave him so much shit last week, and it has completely backfired on him. This guy's, <laughs> you know, I'd say he's not off to a great start. Uh, no. of being in my top eight. I, I let him in this week. I, I put it out there yeah. and I, it's not, not a role he's been flourishing in. That's for sure. Another one. Um... What are the, uh, hold on. He's, he's trying to get back <laughs> in. Device is not connected. Oh. Do we think he has audio when he gets back in? Yes. <laughs> Maybe not. If he can get back in. There yep. he is. Let's say hello. Do you know how this shit works? You have to talk. (laughs) Oh, I don't have me on the screen. You're on the screen. You're in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, my computer's just being fucking (laughs) stupid. Um, Another one that I would like to see would be like Mike Mike Ditka with someone that is like super sensitive, like Kevin Durant. Because I think Mike Ditka would just... Like, just, One sec. I don't know. Yeah, Jimmy, if you could just stop talking while we're doing a show. Um, <laughs> the chatter amongst yourself in the background, not really helping out. But I appreciate you trying to be prepared this week. Uh, maybe next week, <laughs> try a little bit harder and we'll get there. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, well, Todd, do you have any more? Um, I mean, I... Not just right off the top of my head. I feel like anybody that is just like a big personality out there kind of guy and any old school baseball coach mm-hmm. is just like, that would be phenomenal. Um, right. Like anybody from like the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. of football or basketball, I would even say, um, paired with, you know, somebody from the 2020s yeah, would be interesting. Like, imagine somebody with, like, Patrick Mahomes' family, 
like dealing with that. I've got one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach Deion Sanders and primetime Deion Sanders. <laughs> I want to see the, that work. Let the games begin. <laughs> <laughs> when and and primetime is coming to college with an NIL deal. So he's already got <laughs> right. His, like in 2022. Yeah. He's already <laughs> got tons of money. He's fucking does not care. He's just there to cash some checks and be a first round pick in a couple of years. Yeah, that would be. And not get hurt. Who do you think, who do you think would be funny to coach Johnny Manziel? Ooh. I mean, like Popovich would be another one. Um, I think Urban Meyer, just because Johnny would legitimately like. (laughs) They'd have a douche off. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and he's in that situation. Like he's your franchise quarterback. Think about if like. Trevor Lawrence is just no personality, very vanilla, right? Mm-hmm. If you had a quarterback in there who fucking had a personality, was outspoken, and was like, uh, this guy is a complete jag off. Right. And, and like out there in the media just being like, he's, he kicked our fucking kicker the other day. Who is this <laughs> asshole? No right. one fucking likes him around here. Right. And he's trying to tell me how to do my shit? Fuck him. Like, it would just be absolutely incredible (laughs) yeah um well jimmy still is unable to um do anything so we're just gonna wrap up now we don't know that because his clearly his camera's moving and he just put himself on mute so we don't know if his audio is working at all no i put him on mute because he was just talking (laughs) while we were having a conversation jimmy can you hear me uh, I can hear you guys like in and out, but everything's super fucking slow. Cool. Good job, Georgia. <laughs> yeah, I quit. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's wrap up anyways. Um, Jimmy, you want to tell the folks where they can find you? You got to say it slower. <laughs> no, because it comes out slow. Anyways, uh, follow me, Jimmy underscore C08. Uh, or don't honestly probably better not to <laughs> Jimmy's in, in in a mood tonight <laughs> this moment Jimmy was um, fine until his computer froze and now he's just like <laughs> contemplating he's, life he's Eeyore <laughs> Eeyore of the week and Todd how about you uh, you can follow me at the Todd V DMs wide open and you can um, follow me on Twitter at H-E-R-O-Y-N-E I and, guess uh, I was done talking. Oh, sorry. I thought you were. You you also froze. That's not true. That's not true. I was you taking a dramatic like pause. No. Okay, I'm done though. Finished. No, oh, no, okay. no. You fucking ruined it. See, you're frozen now. There you go. You're back. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Todd's cool. Yeah, yeah. Todd's cool. <laughs> <laughs>